0: This is Pulse95. You're listening to the Morning Magillus Podcast. It's, it's the, the Morning Majulus. Majulus. pulse, pulse. Yes, this is The Morning Magist. We have a great discussion coming on your airwaves right now. We are joined by Dr. Yusuf Basma from uh, the University Hospital Sharjah. He's a consultant pediatrician there. And we're going to be talking about a big topic, a seasonal topic, you could say, and that is flu season, also known as uh, seasonal influenza. And I want to ask, you know, why does it always happen around this time of year where people start getting the flu? What can they do about it? How can we prevent it? Why is it now? Okay,
1: Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, It's a pleasure. Um, So influenza essentially is a family of viruses. Um, They share genetic material like humans share genetic material Mm. and that's what makes them influenza. There's uh, three main types. Uh, The most common is A and B um, but there is a C but this part of the world is most commonly A and B. Um, You're right, uh, there is a flu season and the flu season unfortunately is the colder uh, times of the year. And this, uh, this part of the world, it's usually runs from September to around February. They're around all the time of the year, but this is the time when we see them the most. There's several factors that really run into that. Um, the colder weather um, helps viruses spread more. Um, kids going back to school definitely helps. As saying, as pediatricians, the summer period is usually our break time mm-hmm. because all the kids are away from each other. Uh, when they go back to school, especially coming from travels, they bring all the weird and wonderful viruses back from their travels and then share them with their friends. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And that's uh, usually when we start seeing the fever illnesses and the colds and coughs. Uh, and it's roughly around this time of the year.
2: And what are the signs and symptoms to look out for, and how serious? should they be before mm-hmm. seeing a doctor whether you're an adult or a child
1: so as a rule of thumb it's difficult to generalize for everyone mm-hmm. i'm a i'm a pediatrician and when my child has a fever i mm-hmm. i get stressed out as well yeah um as a rule of thumb viral illnesses cause uh, runny noses snotty noses fever mm-hmm. um other things they can have a cough um earaches, um, sometimes a bit of discharge from the eyes. These are usual symptoms of viral infections as a whole. Mm-hmm. Obviously, there's many families of viruses, not just influenza. Um, what makes it more serious, I think as a rule of thumb, it's probably a good idea. You know your child better than anyone. Right. If you're worried, get them checked out, okay? Mm-hmm. What we look for as a pediatrician um, is not just the fever itself, it's things around the fever. So do they have symptoms coming with a viral infection? So the things I discussed, and especially, do they look unwell? So are they playing around? Are they active when the fever is present? Okay, especially when the fever goes down. Mm-hmm. Or are they lying in bed, not really communicating, not really playing and behaving normally? Mm-hmm. These are worrying things. Are they drinking good amounts of fluids? Are they vomiting? Are they? Do they have any other illnesses like breathing difficulties? These are the things that we look for in, in clinic. And the beauty of pediatrics is the second the child walks in, you know if they're ill or they're okay. Yeah. Um, But as a rule of thumb, if you're worried, get them checked out.
2: You know, what's really important to remind everyone of is that COVID is still there.
1: Absolutely. Um, COVID hasn't gone away. It hasn't. It's not going to go away for quite a while.
2: And it's really important to also um, remind everyone of how to differentiate between Mm. COVID and influenza. So can you just elaborate on that, please?
1: Absolutely. So um, the problem with viral infections is that they have overlapping symptoms. So Mm. most of them will have fevers. COVID and influenza will have fever runny nose, feeling tired, lethargy, all these things. Mm-hmm. Um, the main thing is differentiating them is would be on the testing. Okay. And yeah. um, like I said earlier, what makes influenza? Influenza is the genetic material that is there. True. And what makes COVID again is the genetic material that is there. So what we do in clinic after examinations and history, mm-hmm. we take a swab similar to the swab that you do in COVID time. And that can differentiate the type of a virus mm-hmm. based on the lab. They test for the genes that are there and that will tell you if it's COVID or, or influenza. Um, Obviously, they have overlapping symptoms. So without this swab, it's difficult to differentiate. But again, if you're concerned, then it's better to see a doctor. And they usually would do a swab if you're concerned about influenza or COVID.
0: And you talked earlier about um, drinking enough liquid, drinking enough fluids. And that is so important. But I'd like to ask other than that and also other than uh, getting a flu shot, what Mm -hmm. measures can people take? You know, because it's not only affecting the students that are going back to school, but a lot
1: of the teachers as well. Absolutely. Adults and children. Um, So the measures are looking after your body to make it as healthy as possible to fight infections and this is a mantra for all of the year but especially the winter period. So with children and adults getting good amount of exercise, getting good hydration, uh, making sure that if you have illnesses such as asthma or underlying problems that these are you're taking the regular medications for those and these are under control. In terms of stopping getting ill, obviously, it's difficult. Mm. But um, the mantra of what we had in COVID time of washing your hands regularly and washing them properly. So especially for kids coming from play groups, play soft play areas, you need them to wash their hands properly afterwards. And properly means not just ten uh, splashes of water, Mm -hmm. it's about 20 seconds. Minimum, okay, so some people say singing happy birthday twice, okay. Um, if water is not available, uh, sanitizing your hands. Mm-hmm. If obviously, it's a community thing, so if you, your child is sick or you are sick, coughing into your sleeve, wearing a mask, these can also stop the spreads of the, of the viruses because they're mainly spread through the, through the droplets in the mouth, mm-hmm. uh, and that will help as a community. Uh, but once it gets in the household, it's a bit difficult because usually when we have viral infections, most of the children are affected together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's one of the signs of viruses as well. It spreads from person to person more readily.
2: Dr. Yusuf, are yeah. there any other um, serious complications that are triggered by the flu? Like, you know... Um, myocarditis, mm. uh, encephalitis, etc. Yeah.
1: Lots of scary names. Um, <laughs> so most of the children, it's important to note, are um, have just the flu-like symptoms. So the things we discuss, fever, coughs, and, and runny nose, and feeling tired. Mm. Some children, unfortunately, um, do suffer from more serious complications from influenza. And this is the whole point of trying to champion vaccinations because the idea is to reduce these complications. There's a subset of children and adults that are more prone to complications, which are um, children with uh, sensitive lungs, like an asthma, children that have immune deficiencies, like children being treated for cancer. Um, These are children, and normal children without any past medical histories, they would also have prone to complications. Complications run from mainly affecting the airways, so, uh, things like the middle ear getting infected, otitis media. Some children would have a lower respiratory tract infection, so a lung infection, chest infection from pneumonia. Um, and that can be either from the flu virus itself or from opportunistic bacteria that, that go around when the time the, the influenza is causing inflammation. And the symptoms can range from a child being unwell, needing oxygen, all the way to meeting intubation, so help with their breathing. Less commonly is the virus itself can sometimes get into the nervous system and cause um, what we call an encephalitis or an encephalopathy. So encephalitis just means inflammation of the brain and the spinal cord. Mm-hmm. Um, and that obviously affects the function of those things. So um, that can range from either having seizures um, all the way to being in a coma and reducing your GCS so Mm -hmm. reducing your conscious levels. Um, And finally what you mentioned is myocarditis uh, and that is again when the virus gets into the heart tissue and causes inflammation and that obviously affects the function of the heart Mm -hmm. causing things like fast heartbeats, chest pain, affecting your blood pressure and and these can have obviously difficult consequences and these um, would be the sickest children that we would have in, with influenza or adults. OK, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, a certain subset of children would have more prone to these things. Mm. But all children, God forbid, can can be affected with the complications of influenza.
0: And all these long, large words, yeah, you know, yeah. that can be quite scary for yeah, a absolutely. lot of parents. Um, and I remember my, my school days, it was always around this time, you know, a lot of people started getting sick with, with people coming back from the holidays, as you stated, and bringing those viruses. Can you give a little bit of reassurance maybe for a lot of parents that this is seasonal and it is, it is uh, predicted, as you said, that summer months are generally much quieter than these winter months?
1: Uh, and yeah uh, what I want to stress is majority of children are thankfully not affected with the complications this is reduced even further with good vaccination and this is the whole point is to champion the vaccinations not every fever is going to be influenza and lead to the scary big words that I mentioned okay (laughs) Um, obviously like I said fever in a child especially when they look unwell and sad uh, this is difficult for any parents um, but I want to reassure parents that mostly mostly viral infections will go by themselves Mm -hmm. okay we'll need just reassurance and support and what we call supportive treatment like good hydration rest um, and uh, paracetamol as needed for the fever. And um, and again, if you're worried, get them checked out and you would get that extra reassurance from the doctors. Absolutely.
2: And uh, what other um, respiratory viruses circulate mm. during this, this season?
1: So the beauty of, um, of this season is there's lots of viruses that mm. circulate. Um, there's many different ones. So there are examples are, there's something called respiratory syncytial virus, mm-hmm. which affects um, younger children more more uh, uh, um, severely. There's uh, still COVID around, which is again, another family of viruses. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's rhinovirus, there's parainfluenza virus, there's many viruses. And unfortunately, like I said, usually the winter months, especially with the mixing of all the schools, these are the times when these uh, viruses can be more, more prominent. Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Well, Dr. Yusuf Basma, I know you have a very busy day today. Thank you very much for joining us this morning. Thank you. It's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. This is Pulse 95. Tune in live every weekday from 7 a.m.